Right, welcome everybody to another episode of Chris and Dave's Reality Cast. I'm one of your hosts, Chris, and my co-host and a little bit happier friend is Mr. Dave. <laughs> hey there, Chris, and hello to our <laughs> listeners out there. Welcome to Chris and Dave's Reality TV Cast. We are covering Love is Blind Series 3, Episodes 8 through to 10. Now, Chris, where would you like to start today? Well, Dave, I just want to say a massive thank you to everyone on Facebook. I put the episode up for uh, Love Island Australia, episode one to four, and put the link up on our Facebook page, and did say that I probably need a new best friend and a new co-host, and there was plenty of people ready to step <laughs> into the fray, Dave. So, if, I know. if there is, if there is an accurate, you know, um, if there is ever a split, let's hope there never is. I have co-hosts, so maybe you can. Well, you might have co-hosts as well, Dave. But people were happy, even to the point where we actually had an intro put on as well, Dave. Which which is brilliant. So uh, thank you, everyone. Oh, I missed that. <laughs> I missed that bit. So yeah. I'll have to go back this morning. I'll have a look at that one day. But no, I think um, we, we're covering Love is Blind episode eight to, nine, like, eight to ten, like you say. I found this a real struggle. And, and I think probably one of the biggest couples on these three episodes was um, SK and Raven. And we got their whole journey, didn't we, from start to finish, basically, over these three episodes and meeting the family. And, I think, and like I say, I've, I've got... A, Put my hands up here. I I was really sceptical of Raven. I thought, oh, she's in it for Instagram. She's proper watched like what the UK people do to get this career. And and you know, we I still call out a bad behaviour when Bartise was laying it on thick. Not a big fan of Bartise nowadays, so she was probably right. But at the time, I was like, oh, that's terrible. And he was getting upset. What, what bad behaviour? When she when she was doing fucking star jumps when he was laying it on the lap. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I thought you meant. I thought you meant when they met up because no, Bartise no. was was being a bit, bit flirty, but she was giving him nothing. So no. I, I, right, got you. Yeah, yeah sorry. The star so, jumps were ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, and but but to be fair, I've warned. I think she's just very sensitive, very insecure, and and I think these two as a couple, these are the ones I wanted to get together and and be, you know. As a couple, I think. But, yeah, ultimately, it was a bit of a shocker, wasn't it, Dave? But meeting the family and everyone, like, SK's mum, you know, she was all in for it. You know, she was so emotional. Mm-hmm. We had this from me raving, is she going to wear the traditional outfit and that? And I think she looked really pretty. You know, SK had the full gear and he looked smart as well. I just, It was just a shame, I think, where you come. But for two episodes, episodes eight and nine, I was bored out of my fucking tits, Dave. I was like... <laughs> What the fuck is this? It was so shit. We had loads of dialogue from every couple. And ultimately, this was the best part, SK and Raven, the wedding. But there was just like three hours of nonsense. We've had like seven episodes to this point. And and I I still go back to what you say. I do listen to you. I know you think I do listen to you. When you said... (laughs) I think the fucking playing us here with like Bartis and Raven, the Willy Wontley, and then you had Colleen, didn't you, and Cole and all that. And you played it absolutely right. Nothing's fucking happened, has it? Nothing juicy where we can be coming on Colin and Bellens. It's just, I don't know. It's just, it's just this middle section of this series. It's just been fucking boring. I think. Yeah, but I don't think. Um, usually, we think, oh, if the couples get on really well, and you know, there's no drama or anything, then <laughs> then it's boring. Uh, but this is, yeah, th- there's been no drama, but there's not not really any couples that I'm rooting for either. I mean, SK and Raven probably the most out of everyone, uh, and I was a bit surprised at the way that went. I mean, their k- kind of journey through these these three episodes it it was you know it was it seemed more about raven and you know could she 
kind of embrace this this uh, traditional Nigerian culture. And, you know, SK is very clearly very family-oriented, whereas she's got a very small family and, you know, doesn't really have that closeness, certainly none of the traditions, you know, that, that they were talking about. So I, I think that was part of their journey through the, the last few episodes. But I tell you, I, I was kind of warming to them because, I, again, I... I felt like in the early episodes, at least, that Raven did come across like you know, she she was an influencer wannabe, uh, and that was her reasons for being superficial, uh, no compromising whatsoever. You know, it's all on her terms, and you know, d- didn't think uh, she would give SK the time of day. I mean, she didn't really, <laughs> you know, when they first meet each other. I guess it must be a bit weird, but. You know, we've seen other people be really happy and joyful and stuff, and and she just wasn't really. But I've really, uh, I, I I think I've seen her kind of really warm to SK, and I thought they got on really well to the point when you get to the wedding at the end, and he drops the fucking bombshell that nah, it's all right, mate, we'll leave it for now. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> I got a bit fucking emotional. I'm like, you bastard. You're like, yeah, it's not really the right time. It's like, yes, yes, I said that last week when I said you wanted to bum around as a fucking student for two years, <laughs> you know, into your marriage. <laughs> fucking, you should have done that before. But um, <laughs> I, I just found it really weird, and I, I found that I found it a bit manipulative of him because some of that shit he was saying on that final day, he could have said before. Yeah, he get no. He gave no indication that he felt like this wasn't the right time for them. So, I thought I thought it was a bit of fucking shit of SK to be honest uh, at that end. But yeah, you know what? It's funny because as they were coming down, sorry, as Raven was coming down the aisle, I said to Sam like we'd had the whole discussion with his mum and, and she was all in and, and the family and the friends and everyone like you say Raven and got a massive circle family wise, but. I actually said to Sam, I said, I think Raven's going to ditch him because of the student thing and everything. And I was that was the one thing out of these episodes that shocked us. But we were like, oh, my God, you know, like I wasn't expecting it. I think his reasoning was right because it had been said, but he'd never actually addressed any of the, re- the all the reasoning that yeah. had come apart with the relationship, like the long distance relationship. Can he keep her? She's got this relationship. Her friends questioned him. All these things they questioned him. And you're so right. And obviously... Part of the show is the willy won't they? I mean, I remember that season one, there was one of the couples who were nailed on to be together forever, and she just went, nope, see ya. <laughs> yeah, like, it was the girl, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, you were like... That's because he couldn't make her orgasm. Well, yeah. <laughs> out there. I'd have been fucking divorced years ago, but there you go. <laughs> Thank God for four batteries, Dave, but there you go. <laughs> Oh, Sammy's yeah. gonna fucking lever me, Dave. Um... Is that why you're playing FIFA? <laughs> I always wonder why that fucking toothbrush is on for hours, Dave. I don't know. <laughs> oh my the God. cleanest teeth in the world. <laughs> We're going through double A's like there's no fucking tomorrow. <laughs> Anyway, can we get back to this before I'm fucking on Love is Blind next series, Dave? You're going to be on Old Love Island next year. Old Love Island. Chris Phelps from Manchester. Yeah, he was happily married for 25 years. 
<laughs> so strangely <laughs> split up after this <laughs> un- unknown circumstances. <laughs> His nose is a lot flatter these days. Yeah, we're not sure why. Um, right, so, so I need to get back to this very fucking quickly, Dave, because I'm going to get a fucking nail for this. So... Um, what I would say is I genuinely thought it was going to be Raven. His, his reasoning was, was bang on what he was saying. But like you said, going through the whole rigmarole, the will they won't, the whole thing, the show's built on a cliffhanger, isn't it? Are they actually going to say yes or no? Mm. And they do that, like fucking the X Factor and fucking all the other shit, where, the, where the, you know, whoever's got to say like the clinical thing, like whoever wins or whatever, and it's, it's there for ages, isn't it? You know, they hang on it for so long and they probably fucking slow it down and all that. So it just looks so dramatic. But even yeah. his mum was just going, I do, I do, I do. And he mm. didn't. And I'm like, he had a hell of an outfit on Dave, right? That is a proper traditional Nigerian outfit. And you can see him struggling when he had to take it off. And I'm like, why didn't you just tell her before? Have some respect, you know, and just say, but be, are the hands tied because of the show? Because I'm with you. To get all the friends and family there, that is fucking horrendous. There. But I, I then I was thinking, have they had an agreement before? Has she sort of said, I don't want to... Do, I'm not trying to put the blame on Raven at all, but have they come to an agreement between themselves that they don't think this is the right time? There's a few things that they want to question, and he's done the, the right thing by by saying no. Because I've got to say, Dave, they, they shot this. There was loads of continuity problems, because one minute Raven's got tears down her face, then she hasn't. How many times can she walk around that fucking hotel room, Dave, with the wedding dress on? <laughs> She's just like, they were shooting stuff from every angle. She just kept walking around alone. And then she was against the door and the door's end. She's to the left. And I'm like, if she was so devastated, which she probably was, if, if we take it on, you know, on what was watching is true, then fine. She would have had that address off straight away, Dave. I just felt, I felt sorry for her. But then I was sort of thinking, oh, we've gone Hollywood now, haven't we, at the end? It's proper, you know, fucking fairy tale. We just need him to come in with the glass shoe and fucking everything will be finger. I don't know. I just didn't buy it at the end. It seems too dramatic. <laughs> yeah, it's almost like they're trying to recreate that season one, isn't it? With, mm. uh, oh, was it Giovanna or something like that? Yeah, um, oh, he was a dick in that one. And Damon, oh, what Damon? a wanker! Something like that. Damon yeah, was, so got on the fucking tool, gear and everything. What a knobhead he was. Yeah, so it, it was like they were trying to recreate that. I feel like, um, I, I, yeah, I don't know. Actually, that's an interesting conspiracy. Did they discuss it before? And he's taken one for the team because, th- in my mind, that would make more sense than what he actually said because what he said about the timing of it and everything he could have said all of that in the pods yeah he he could have actually you know what in fact fuck the pods he could have just said that fucking before the show (laughs) he got his application accepted and then it's like yeah but i'm going to uni you know in the most expensive part of the country um so, yeah, it's probably not the right time for me. I should want to concentrate on my studies. I have to say, Chris, right, I work in IT. <clears throat> Excuse me. I have never known anyone. I've worked in this industry for like a quarter of a century or, or a couple of years short of that. I've never known anyone who's actually a software engineer to go back to uni. Yeah. Because technology changes. You you know, you become an expert in one thing, but then, you know, there's always new platforms, new technologies coming out and stuff. So you're always having to develop yourself, but you kind of do it as part of the job. And I just, I, I, there's something off 
about that for me. I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's a maybe it's a Californian thing. Maybe this is the world's cream of software engineers that that go there, or or maybe it's maybe it's an MBA type of thing. Um, so I've known someone do that. I've known someone do an MBA, you know, but as part of their job, you know, you do need bills to be paid. So yeah, just uh, something a bit odd, something a bit off about that um, that doesn't fit. Yeah, I mean, look, it play, it ran its course. I, I don't, you know, I know I don't work in IT. I, I don't don't understand that sort of sector as such. Well, all of the technology of it all, obviously, but I just think, you know. <laughs> I, th- I think sometimes, Dave, we want the drama, <laughs> we want it, but then you're sort of thinking, well, what's the fucking point of you being in this show? Because mm. when they've done that on a show like this and the exposure, are they going to stay together? Do you know what I mean? Like, I, 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 the validity of that, I don't think, within a few months, these two are going to be split up. I'd be amazed if this relationship... Can- I know they're both saying they love each other, but I don't know, Dave. I, I'm, I'm questioning... I- I think these have got a little bit of a chance, Chris. I, I can't, I can't help it. You know, I, deep down, well, deep down, I know uh, that most of it is fake. But you know, I, I kind of feel I'm, I'm rooting for these a little bit, just because where they've come from, I genuinely seem to see that kind of uh, that growth, you know, an affection between them. You know, little things like just holding hands and stuff while they're talking, you know, so not even blatantly front and center in the camera, in the shot and everything. So, yeah, I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised if they were still together, um, you know, and then just, you know, it's like any relationship, it's a bit of a gamble anyway. But, you know, they, out of the pressure of the show, I think they might have more of a chance of, of actually thriving. Mm. Potentially. Potentially. I mean, the good thing is, Dave, there will be a Chris Phelps, are they still together now? Because there's plenty of articles <laughs> knocking about, which luckily I've not clicked on, but there is. So, Dave, I'll tell you one thing, actually, one, we're getting to the couples. I've got to say, the girls had a far better fucking time on their fucking hendos. They bloody did, didn't fuck they? Fuck me, Dave. <laughs> there, was, there was plenty of fucking dollar bills being thrown about there. The blokes, let's go and chase a fucking bull. Oh, wow. What? I mean, I know that's a, a cowboy thing, but it was just like great wow that's fucking amazing well, well done lads just get you know they, they should have been going to a strip club as well dave <laughs> so i don't know yeah. so I just i just it, it, the girls had a fab and they were all wasted have you seen that thing on tiktok with um where you get like the men and women and and, and a lot of them to be fair are, are, are the ladies where they go hi my name's dawn and this is my first drink and then they go and then at the end of the night they do it again they go hi my name's dawn and this is my last drink and have you never seen it dave <laughs> No. fucking brilliant these like men and women you know when they go out and they go, come on and go hi my name's Dale and this is my first and then at the end of the night it's like yeah. Dale this is the last thing and it shows him. there's loads of videos of him the fucking belting and the girls you could clearly see that they were fucking hammered by the end of the night it was yeah. great I must admit that they make me chuckle and the guys were just a bunch of boring bastards I've got to say yeah, it, 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 it was almost night and day, wasn't it? I mean, it, you couldn't get away with putting the blokes in a strip club. I mean, it, it is just different, isn't it? It's a bit, it's a bit more fun, a bit more, uh, you know, a uh, bit more of a laugh when you have, have the girls and you have, like, the dream boys or whatever. Whereas it, the lads into a strip club, it's serious business, Chris. <laughs> You've got to store those memories away. <laughs> 
so they had to do something, but it did look fucking boring. And they they had like more. They kept cutting, you know, from these serious conversations. It's like, well, you know, are we the right people for each other? To whoa, let's stick some dollar bills down your g-string. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're all sweaty. They were saying, but yeah, I did. I did chuckle at that, Dave. I thought they're watching this back. They'll have some good fun with that. But I think, I think as well, just go back to the couples was. One of the so I said it was pretty boring, but one of the couples who and I don't like either of them for being honest, but I think Cole and Zainab, Cole is a fucking bell end, Dave. Like he's one of these yeah. frat boys who's just anything he says offensive, he, it's a joke, and it's one of them. Oh, it's just a joke. What's up? Yeah, you know. But as it went on, Zainab was getting on my fucking nerves, Dave. She was like for one of the Kardashians. She all the Kardashians. I know. I love the Kardashian, even though the new series on Disney is fucking atrocious. It's a terrible show at the moment because they've, they've got full uh, control. It's awful. But they like, so they go, well, I don't know what I'm going to do. And that, and Zainab was like, some of the things I thought Zainab was saying to Cole was like, fuck me, you really, I, I don't, I don't know whether it's, she's gone on the defensive because he's such a cock and he is a cock that she's just like, I've had enough of this fucking idiot. He's so childish. I just want out. And that's fine. And I agree with that. But she was getting on my fucking nerves as it went on, Dave. Well, both of them, I was like, I don't care if you used to make it or not. You're a pair of dicks. I, I think I agree with the, the sentiment of what you're saying there. I, I think, I think there's just such an obvious maturity gap. <laughs> Yes. Them. I mean, she was trying to make dinner that apparently Cole was trying to make. And she's like, oh, what this? And he's obviously thought it through. I mean, it's purely for the cameras as well. But, you know, he's got his little Nerf bullets there. And then he's like, pew, pew. You know? <laughs> and, then, and then she's like, I'm literally cooking chicken here. It's a fucking fire hazard. You bellend. <laughs> <laughs> I was laughing because I thought that's probably me with Sam. I'd probably come in and fucking shoot in the editor. Someone you fucking lever me, boy. <laughs> the editor cut scene to A and E. Fucking big black eye or yeah, yeah. <laughs> bloodshot eye. So yeah, I just think they they're on such different levels that they just wind each other up. Um, but I thought the worst thing, I. I I actually feel like, I mean, Zainab was was coming across a a bit annoying, I agree, but I think she was kind of almost pushed into that position because it's like she was getting pushed into the position of being a mother to him because he, he, I don't know, he's from this very religious background, isn't he? And I, I don't know if he's just been let off the hook or something or let off the leash and he's just, you know, wanting to go a bit mad or something. But, I, yeah, they were just winding each other up. But Cole went from being mildly, you know, it, it's funny. Like, it, honestly, if I was trying to cook dinner, I think that would annoy me if someone fucking was firing Nerf bullets and it was getting in the, in the dinner. But when he said to her, well, you should just be, oh, what was it? Just a bit more loving and... and uh, Oh, fucking hell, what was it? It, it was uh, loving and unassuming. I think unassuming, it was. yeah. Be unassuming, he said, yeah. It, there was, and there was something else before unassuming. Oh, it's going to piss me off. Um, be sweet. He said just be sweet and unassuming. Sweet, sweet yeah. that was it. Yeah, you should be sweet and assuming. I'm like, oh, you haven't gone out with real people before. <laughs> <laughs> You've gone out with like people like Colleen. 
who just like to like flick their hair and laugh at your jokes and shit. But then he stepped it up another notch and genuinely questioned whether she was bipolar. Oh, that was terrible. I've got to say, Devin, and you're right. Yeah. Because he, he did it in such a jokey way. And I'm like, you cannot make that into a job. So, so that's a, I thought that was terrible, if I'm being honest, Dave. Yeah. No, it, it was awful. Um, but, I mean, <laughs> it's in no evidence of that. But, I mean, the fact that people kind of have these different moods and feel differently at different times, you know, and, like, you fucking don't just laugh and giggle when you're fucking firing your Nerf gun all over the place in the kitchen. I, I just... I just... It's all about him, I think, and his life experience. Yeah, I think so. He's just a fucking douche and an absolute bellend. But what do you think, Dave? So we get the cliffhanger. I know we got a little bit of... Alexa and Brennan, and I'm 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 not feeling this thing where like Alexa's dad has been saying to him, you know, she needs this lifestyle. It's like fuck off. What? So she was entitled, spoiled child. Right, nice one. Yeah. So that puts Brennan at a disadvantage straight away. So, so I'm not saying he can't provide for whatever, but I can't, I can't be doing that shit. That superficial bollocks. Mm. Like, you, you, well, my daughter's used to this kind of life. Well, tough fucking shit. She might have to stand on her own two feet, dad. You fucking, with your, your, your trophy 25 year old misses and stuff. You know what I mean? Like you can fuck, fuck right off with millionaire, <laughs> you bellend. He's obviously taking all the fucking testosterone, Dave, but he's just like such a, a bad thing for Brennan. And I know he just sort of smiles all the time. Give him props, Dave, Harley Davidson, and go for a little ride. Wasn't really any fucking safety going on there, though, Dave. They were just driving down the street without a helmet <laughs> yeah. on. But there wasn't a lot with them, and we're going to find out in, like, episode 11, which is the final episode. Um, we've got the reunion, but the proper final episode of the journey. But what do you think to Bartiz, Dave? Because I think he's a so, cock as well. Oh, be- sorry, go on. Before we move on, off them, though, um, Alexa and Brennan, I, I did appreciate I don't think we called it out previously but i did appreciate when uh, brennan's like yeah i'm uh, totally up for like becoming jewish <laughs> and then the dad gets out the fucking circumcision tools <laughs> I, thought, I thought that was a good one um yeah i i see why that's rubbing you up the wrong way i mean i i, I yeah i hadn't really looked at it that way but yeah it, it now that I think about some of that dialogue, it was a bit shitty, wasn't it? It's like, you know, my, my little princess, you know, I've spoiled her rotten. So you're the same. That's what I'm expecting of you. Um, now, I don't think, from nothing Alexa has said, I don't think she doesn't expect to stand up on her own two feet. Um, but, yeah, from what, what the, the family was saying, it, it does come across a little bit like that. But also, you know, what made me laugh was the, you know, they were going on about some of the Jewish traditions and everything. And he was talking about, you know, I can't remember what what the term for it was. And, you know, the father was saying, well, you know, when I was converted my, you know, trophy wife, (laughs) obviously didn't say that, but uh, when I was converting the wife, you know, I found out a lot of things and I found out about there's this thing called, you know, uh, whatever it was, but essentially it's a prenup. So, you know, you have to, you know, even if you divorce or whatever, you're still going to have to take care of your ex (laughs) And Brennan's face was just like, you what now? (laughs) (laughs) 
so I did like that bit, and I did think, well, fucking hell, out of all the couples, for you, Sunshine, the stakes have just stepped right up. Because it's not like maths, this one, is it? Because we know they're, they're kind of fake marriages. This one's a real fucking deal, isn't it? Yes. This is the, you are actually married at the end of this. So if you're doing it for the cameras, son, it's going to be a fucking expensive uh, little jaunt, I think. So, so I am desperate to see which way they go now. Yeah, no, you know what, Dave, I'm sorry to I, I jump then. You're right. I forgot about that. That's a great point. And, and I think, look. We we go through these shows. Let's say we talk. We've, we've been talking for nearly half an hour, and I'm like, nothing's happened, you know. Before we record, <laughs> and then when we start talking, it's like, oh, actually, there was because I think the full stop on the episode was we when we had this all the way through. Barty's and Nancy. I think she's a nice girl. I think there's an eight, there's six years. So between me and Sam, there's seven years, right? She still looks younger than me, Dave, which is, you know, everyone says that. I was like, oh, you're the same age. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, of course we are. Yeah, no, well, thanks very much. You know, but she is, she looks younger than me, Sam, you know, which is credit to her, Dave. And I'm going to, I'm digging a fucking hole here. I can just hear my voice as I'm talking. <laughs> you're just trying to oversell it. Yeah, I'm trying to oversell Get it. To your fucking just move point. on, move on. <laughs> so I can look back and cringe because I was 19 when I got with her and she was 26. And I, I can cringe now and think, oh, my God, I was such a cock, so immature. You know what I mean? I've not changed much as I've got older. But you know what I mean. I'm more aware of myself. He he has got some weird hang-ups going on, Bartis, and I think Nancy's laying it all on the line. She's in one minute they love each other, not, and some of the dialogue with his mates and that. His mates, like there was the big lad, the, the one who looks like he, he's, he's like a power lifter or something. He's a big lad, with big arms. And he's talking to him, Dave, and he, he literally was just doing Homer Simpson donuts. He's going, so what do you think we should do? And he's like fucking twenty-three years old or whatever he is, twenty-four. And he's just like, this is a bit too fucking serious. It's like sitting here with me fucking yeah. parents. You could see his mates were not interested in his shit. And I will put my fucking house on he's going to bin her off. I, I, I might be wrong here, but everything's leading to him because all he's doing is second-guessing himself and basically making excuses. And she says, I do, and it goes off. I said to Sam, so we're getting a cliffhanger here, don't you? And she went, no. I said, we're getting a cliffhanger. And that's exactly what we got. Mm. And I was like, <laughs> I could be wrong. And he might say, yeah. And then with the real drama starts with the other couples. But at the moment, I everything Bartice has done in these episodes points to him absolutely shelving this relationship. Yeah. He's not been in since he, he met her, has he, really? No. I don't think. And... I still have this thing, Chris, uh, about... I mean, it's it's worked out for you, and that's great. But most most people you know, the bloke is older than the woman. Yeah. And there's, there's you know, sometimes in very problematic ways, Chris. But, um, but I think th- there's genuine reasons for that. I mean, we do... Us blokes, we do mature a bit slower, don't we? We are bell ends for a, yeah, a bit longer basically. in our lives. So, <laughs> yes. so I think it kind of makes sense. And and I'd never, I'd never really given it much thought. But in this season, you just happen to have two of the couples where the women are a little bit older, you know, the early thirties, and then you've got two mid twenties blokes, so Bartiz and Cole. I, and I just feel like the the maturity gap just shows massively. Now that 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 might be nothing to do with the age gap; it might just be with them. But that's the way it comes across to me. 
that Bice is just not fucking ready for this. I mean, Christ, again, Chris, I, I kind of did, you saying about being a bit, little bit dull, but I was getting a little bit emotional, you know, when um, Nancy had made him that little sort of package with all these really meaningful, thoughtful gifts, you know, nothing expensive, elaborate, but everything meant something. And you could see it got to him, and I, all I could think was, well, you're just, you're getting emotional because you know you're going to ditch it. But, I thought the the choice of the different gifts just showed how much she was in, but how thoughtful she was as well. And I just thought, well, he's he's still at that point of his life where the most important person is himself. And yeah. I just, you know what? I'd love it, Chris, as Kevin Keegan once said. I'd love it if she binned him off. But I don't think so. I think... It, it's the other way, isn't it? He's he's going to be bin her off, and she's going to be distraught, and she doesn't deserve it. No, no, I'm with you on that, Dave. I'm with you. It's, it's interesting, isn't it? Because they put them together, and we we slate on maths, don't we? The experts, and you're like, how have mm. you even put these people together? This, I mean, this isn't chosen by experts. It's chosen by blind dates, isn't it? You know, it's it's basically speed dating, but you can't see each other. So, you know. There was someone there, but he was second-guessing that. Anyway, he wanted Raven, didn't he? And as soon as she binned him off, he was like, well, you marry me to, to Nancy. There well, was someone there. I'm not sure but... you're remembering that 100% correct. He said he was thinking about something else. And to save face, she was like, oh, yeah, well, you know, I'm glad you said that because I was totally going to bin you off. He actually said the thing first, that he was thinking about someone else. So she only said she was going to bin him off as like an ego thing. She couldn't let herself like be in that position where she was second best. That's true, Dave. Now listen, I do forget things. <laughs> We've got a lot of fucking reality TV going in. Okay? <laughs> a lot of a fucking no-mark yeah. celebrities. I'll take, I'll take my loss on that one, okay? <laughs> you could be right. I'm not listening back to the fucking podcast, Dave, so I'll just go with what you just said, okay? I apologise for that, yeah? So, Dave, have you got anything else? Because we've got a couple of emails as well to read out. Well, I mean, we could talk about the other couple as well. Um, Colleen and, and Matt. Matt. Yeah, and that's going to unravel. Holy shit. He is fucking problematic as hell, isn't he? Yeah. I mean, we, we've just come off a season of maths where, you know, the first season I'm aware of where they've edited a whole bunch of toxic shit out of it. <laughs> they've literally passed the point where even shitty reality TV is you know, saying, right, we, we can't show any of this, it's too bad, and, you know, a lot of the contestants have come out and said, you know, oh yeah, it was really bad and everything. This Matt is a dick as well, and I don't know what his excuses are, you know, again, this thing of, uh, he was saying that he got together with his girlfriend when they were 15, and then we found out that, uh, you know, she told me she was cheating on me and she was pregnant, you know, and I haven't seen her since. And I'm like, yeah, there's something else going on there, though. Because every time that they try and have some kind of serious conversation, he looks at her, Chris, with utter fucking disdain. He's like squinting his eyes and he's like looking at her like she's a piece of shit or something. And it's like, he... he doesn't 
he's looking down on her, and I just don't like it. He is a an absolute tinderbox, ready to go at any time. And you know, even his his mates were saying, "Oh yeah, he's he's an emotional guy and whatever." <laughs> no, I think he's a prick, and he's yeah. It it reminds me. I don't know if you've ever seen a Happy Gilmore, but he's got a real anger issue problem at the beginning of the movie, and I just he's just like that. He's just very, very angry and has a lot of issues to deal with. We said when they initially got together that, you know, he seemed to appear out of nowhere, um, you know, and they got together. But, yeah, these two have got no fucking chance, Chris. No, and I'm I'm with you. I think Colleen's in it for the show because she got rejected, didn't she, like you say, a couple of times. And Matt, Matt's not really... It's only the last couple... Maybe they haven't shown Matt a lot because he, he is like Matt on maths because I don't think they sum it off with him. I think she's just there for the staying power of the show. They're not going to get together, but if they do, it's red flags all over, Dave. Yeah, he, he's a ticking time bomb for me. I just I just don't get it. And like you say, that's terrible that his girlfriend got pregnant and stuff while they were together. But like you said, there's something else going on here. Definitely. I and mean, we, we, we'll never know that because it's an edgy show. And, and you, you touched on Maths, Dave. Let's be honest. Our Discord fucking channel, anyone who's watched Maths UK, and obviously you guys listen, hopefully all of you's had, <laughs> just go on Instagram. It's like the fucking show is still going. The drama. Everyone's falling out with everyone. It's kicking off. Stuff's being revealed. Stuff's being fucking said. It's great. The amount of... <laughs> long-winded apology written posts on Instagram or fucking yeah. stories that have been revealed is brilliant, Dave. It's just it's just made that series even elevated it more for me because they're just a bunch of bastards, most of them. It's been brilliant. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the fallout's been fantastic, hasn't it? You know, <laughs> and the block is still kind of... I, th- I think maybe I'm, I'm struggling to, to get into Love is Blind because I still haven't quite divorced myself from maths yet because like you say uh, they just seem to keep it going through instagram (laughs) (laughs) normally i'm well out by this point you know once as soon as the show's come in fact when it's love island even when the bloody finals on i'm i'm out that's me done um but for whatever reason this this batch of people that we've got (laughs) just fucking like kids at school or something falling out all over the place so fucking brilliant it's been brilliant because one minute they're all friends and they're like backing each other next minute it's just like i'm never speaking to her or him ever again and you're like what what the fuck so excellent excellent stuff guys i'll just keep it going i, I agree dave it's been brilliant uh, so dave we've had two emails as well so this one's quite a long one this is from our friend anto and it's um basically up to the end of episode seven which was just the podcast before this so say just listen to your latest part about love is blind episode five to seven and really enjoyed it as i'm watching it i am starting to realize the show had jumped shark and just become like every other married show but i can't expect anything more here are some of my thoughts of the couples and if they will say that they are the all important yes word to one another at the wedding i apologize in advance because this is a long email and i've got my glasses on dave so hopefully i can read this without tripping up which i've already done already so let's see now (laughs) i'm getting older the glasses have helped me reading these emails Brendan and Alexis got the little uh, Luca from Love Island, like little tangly holder. This is this is Doubtfire. This is Doubtfire. 
librarian thing on there. But not on the end of my nose because it's too fucking big, Dave. So don't fucking say that, okay? Um, I think they are a nice couple. I think Brennan handled me and her family well. Alexa's dad mentioned that she had a, cur- a curtain lifestyle that she wants to keep, like holidays, gifts and clothes. I think that could be something that may not necessarily clash on. But Brennan is such a low-key guy and Alexa is a high-standard girl. She even said she doesn't re-wear outfits. I want them to make it to the end as they are really nice and he clearly cares for her deeply. Now, Dave, listen, I forgot about that. Fuck me. Who in the right mind can just wear an outfit once and then get rid of it? Unbelievable. That is different level. Yeah, it's a different... um, It's a different level of privilege, isn't it? Unbelievable. Unbelievable. So, next, next one is Bartice and Nancy. Wow, just wow, Bartice. I was watching this with my fiance, and we said to one another, when Bartice sees Raven, he will flop. And, and no, he's talking about he doesn't have the physical attraction to Nancy, even though it's clear they've been intimate with one another. I was glad that Nancy's brothers roasted him, as I know guys like Bartice, and they can sweet talk their way, put any combo, but the brothers didn't let him. I'm not sure on these two, as, as I think Nancy is all in, and he's hung up on things. But I can see them both saying yes, as neither is strong enough. You say otherwise. Neither is strong enough to say otherwise. Also, Nancy speaking on unplanned pregnancies and abortion was something we haven't seen on the show before, and showed that Bartiz couldn't have an adult convo, and his family sort of backed him in the, his feelings. So we'd seen that yeah. day, didn't we? We talked about that. It, 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 yeah, yeah, hundred percent. It, it, yeah, it wasn't one of the, it wasn't a good look for him at all. So, next one. Cole, and this is what you'd said, Dave, Cole, a.k.a. Baby Barnett from season one and Zainab. Let's just start with a statement Cole made about Zainab's looks. Don't you think I knew that when I chose a girl named Zainab instead of Lily, I knew you weren't going to be my usual type? Oh, my God, that sounds like when you read that. A little bit racist. Fucking (laughs) hell. Fucking hell. That's terrible. I think Cole thought that sounded really good in his head before he said it. Cole is the king of not thinking things through. I think Zainab is the type of girl that he believes he should be with, but his natural default is telling him a girl like Colleen is easier for him to gel with. Zainab is so lovely, and her stepmom explaining why it's so important for Cole's family to accept her makes so much sense and feeds into her insecurities. I'm not sure with these two as well. Well, obviously, and so what we've just discussed, I think as much as I'm not a big fan of Zainab, I think she deserves better than Cole anyway. Definitely. Um, Next one, SK and Raven. I got it wrong about Raven. I thought she just wanted to stay on the show, but there might be something there with SK that maybe we as an audience are not seeing, but still don't see I still don't see it working. Also, how Raven talks about his Nigerian background is weird. And she lives in a huge diverse city like Dallas, but she didn't know they were Nigerian food stores. Like when she said to her friends he is so Nigerian. His accent and talking points haven't changed since leaving the pods. And I don't know if you guys caught it when she was talking about her family and she said that they are really Southern and she's brought up by the white side more. I think that is something that is concerning Mm. her. As she said, uh, they might not see things the same. The The whole moving away for school for two years might be her out, which is, to be fair, it was the other way around, wasn't it, Dave, at the moment? Anyway, unless Mm. that unravels more. Uh, And lastly... Matt and Colleen. Oh, Matt has those crazy eyes. Felt horrible for him <laughs> when he said he was in a committed relationship and found out his partner was pregnant by another man. That's terrible. And I thought, hmm, with the whole Cole thing, will this be a massive hurdle for them as he may not trust her? 
Then I saw how Matt acted and thought, yeah, Colleen, you might want to sit this one out because this guy might be a potential gaslighter. I'm not too sure mm. about Colleen, as I felt her and Matt got together out of nowhere after she was turned down by two guys, two other guys. Yeah. I think there is more to her than we are getting, but I wonder if the final episodes will be about Matt more than her because apart from the ballet, I felt we haven't learned anything further. Love the content. Also, you guys, have you guys heard that Matt from Maths and Marilise are apparently dating? Yes, we did see that one, Anto. They went on holidays together, tried to make sense out of that one. Anyway, thank you, Anto, <laughs> uh, from Birmingham, UK. So, great email, Dave, and proper dissection there. I think it wasn't far off what we'd said about all the couples either, which is good. Yeah, I, I definitely, the the thing with Matt, I, I mean, you, your heart's got to go out initially, hasn't it, to anyone, you know, in that position, that the story that he described there, but like I say, just everything else that we've seen about him, it just makes me wonder, you know, well, what else was going on there? Um, I, I can't just take it at, at face value. Um, and as for fucking Matt, and, or Maths Matt, and uh, Marilise going on holiday, well, just two fame-hungry fucking wannabes, aren't they? You know, just trying to cling on with their fingernails to any little bit of fucking rather than get a job, get a proper job. Fucking power couple, Dave. I had to research who Marilise was, and I thought she was with that fucking soldier guy from Dubai, wasn't she? Fucking yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Mr. Yeah. Blunt from last series, but yeah. Fucking Matt from Mass, what a bell and he is. Fuck me. Um, you know what? So I, I thought when we were watching that show, right, tangent a bit, um, I thought she came across quite well, you yeah. know, and he was coming across more like a tool. But then I was on like Facebook and I saw, was it like Cameo or something like that? And, you know, and she pops up on there so you can have a chat with her and stuff for 10 quid. And it's like, all right, okay. <laughs> <laughs> 10 quid, you have to fucking pay me. Fucking nonsense. Yeah, so, I don't Imagine know. That, Dave. I mean, if you ever said to me, Chris, can you get Marilise as a fucking cameo? It's my dream. Who the fuck in their mind wants Marilise off maths as a fucking cameo? <laughs> well, where is the line? You know? So on one of these, uh, you know, these house programs, you know, like um, yeah, yeah. where where, where you, you've got not not one of the do do up the house sort of jobs, but like, uh, you know, you're looking for a particular type of house in a particular type of area, but you can't find the right thing. And here's your criteria. And then they go off and they find something that doesn't quite fit exactly with what you wanted. But, you know, he went on one of those programs, you know, he's not fucking famous. So where is the line? Is it these more longer-running series? Is it, is it, you know, just the really popular ones? It's weird how some of them, like, I, I, it boggles my mind why anyone from maths should fucking be famous, you know, <laughs> to the point where they're making money from it. But clearly they do. They do, Dave. I mean, I think Olivia from the Aussie one, she probably gets a lot of cameos. To, if someone wants to be fucking verbally abused and put down the <laughs> these people out there are into them fetishes, that fucker will be straight on it, won't she? Fucking I don't know. She's trying to make ends meet with OnlyFans, isn't she? 
<laughs> well, off was shot there, Dave. After all the stuff we saw, fucking oh, hypocrite. My. Yeah. Oh my. No, no, you said that actually. You fucking you were you were dishing me some dirt on Mass Australia for a long time afterwards. You couldn't fucking get away from <laughs> what was going on. You were going, "Have you seen this?" And I'm like, "No, what?" And we were fucking we were dragged into Mass Australia for about two months after the show. What? Even now we're still fucking watching stuff. Fucking. Uh, Brent got beat by Daniel, didn't he? In a buddy boxing match the other week. So that that was. Wasn't the best. Oh, did Daniel win? Oh, yeah, he won. I didn't see the result. Oh, yeah, he won on points, Dave. Yeah, it's a shock. It, apparently, they both couldn't throw a fucking punch to save their life, but it, it, apparently he won by default, I think. But was, and then he's, <laughs> he's, he's got like a belt. He's got like a fucking WWE belt, like like fucking Jake Paul, who's, who does all the boxing now. They're not real boxers. He, like he said, he threw about three punches. He said it was a right shitty fight. I've not seen it, but this is what I'd read online. It was a really bad fight. Mm. But he's there with the belt like he's fucking Tyson or something. It's like, you fucking cock. <laughs> and he is a cockhead. <laughs> He was offering other reality people out afterwards. What a knobhead. But anyway, um, so the next email's from Johnny, and it's entitled Angry at Cole. Hello, Chris and Dave. I just had to email because I'm fuming and need to vent. Cole, he's making my blood boil. Why is he acting the victim? Because Zainab is telling him to pick up his dirty shit. I just want mm. a sweet wife. He means wants a wife that will clean up after him and do his chores for him without complaining. It's disgusting, and honestly, I find it scary because he so clearly thinks he is right. He genuinely thinks that it's the right for his wife to worship him while he, so he pisses around and talks down to her. And the bipolar comment and question mark, I've just finished the episode and Zainab has left and bloody hell, I hope she doesn't come back. He needs to get over himself, grow up, and I bet his Brussels sprouts tasted like shit. So, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> on another note do you guys watch i'm a celebrity or is that not the kind of reality tv you're into as always loving the podcast johnny so i'm a celebrity we do watch it i, I don't know if you watch it dave but i get involved in it i've seen all the celebrities it does look like the fucking other than boy jaws the, the scraping the barrel but once they're in there and it's back in australia yeah i do watch it i think i don't know i'm, I'm not like i can give it or take it i like it at the end when they have the obstacle course and they're getting fucking hosed down and everything and it's like something out of bloody it's a knockout but i, I don't know i'm not I, I mean this year matt hancock's in it who was the fucking health secretary who's an absolute cock so that knobhead he's going to get voted by the whole country completely because he oh to be locked down with boris johnson so i think everyone's going to be voting for, for matt hancock but i listened to the radio yesterday sometimes it works fucking for them because they're just constantly doing the, the trials. They get like a following, Dave, and he doesn't deserve anything. What a cock he is. So, yes, I'll be watching it just for Matt Hancock, uh, Johnny. So, if you know who that is. But, yeah, he, he um, yeah. Anyway, I'll say no more, Dave, because we're getting too political. But there you go. Honestly, I, well, I'm going to continue on that trajectory, to be honest, because he is a fucking Muppet, right? <laughs> when, when you're an MP, when you're a politician, right, you're supposed to be... A servant of the people. You, that is that is your fucking role. Why is he there in a celebrity status? This fucking dickhead was a fucking chocolate teapot. Fucking absolutely useless through lockdown. You know, we had the whole COVID thing. Then it was the whole fucking eat out to help out. Meanwhile, he's flaunting the fucking rules, having this affair with this woman. <laughs> you know, uh, when you're supposed to be fucking six feet away from each other or whatever it was. And I just, I'm fucking seething with impotent rage that he's even on it, Chris. I, but 
I tell you what, it might make me fucking watch it because I want to see that fucking cunt suffer. Yes. I want to see him eat all of the fucking shit. I want to see him have the fucking deliverance treatment. I yeah. fucking... So maybe I won't watch the whole series. I know you tend to watch it more than I do, but... I tell you, if someone says, oh, you should see fucking Mac Hancock gets fucking absolutely pummeled, yeah, uh, I'll be watching it. Yeah, he's, he's such a fucking twat, Dave, and I'm with you on that. And if you ever want to see Matt Hancock, just put in Matt Hancock cries on Good Morning Britain and watch the fakest fucking tears when he's going on about the NHS. Have you ever seen it, Dave? It's fucking no. brilliant. Oh, but, oh, but, have, you gonna... seen it? have you seen him where, you know... It... He's talking to, like, he should not be allowed around women. I mean, you've got this female presenter. Oh, and he's and rather than, Like, looking at the, <laughs> yeah, yeah. he's just literally, like, stood next to her, staring at her, and then, like, inching closer to her, I'm like, fucking hell, mate, you should be locked up. <laughs> it's the weirdest thing. It's such hey, a yeah, He's Please, such Dave. a knob. I know you're going to do this afterwards and you're going to fucking mess me, but you've got to find on YouTube that clip of him. It's fucking brilliant. He starts, like, rubbing his eyes, you know, as if he's got onions or something, trying to make himself crack. Like, oh, <laughs> like what's-his-face from Love is Blind? <laughs> yes. Bringing it back to Love is Blind. <laughs> he's got the old teardrop the thing. Teardrop, yeah. Put the, uh, Andrew, put his face. <laughs> Andrew, yeah. You can yeah, see yeah. him, like, doing And you can see he's, like, smirking, or like a little school kid. You know when you get a bollocking as a kid and you're trying to look like you're really remorseful, but really you're thinking, fuck off. That's exactly, but this, on a serious note, what that guy did in part of is a fucking disgrace. And he's getting 400 grand for fucking going on the I'm a Celebrity. What a fucking joke really? that is. That is a fucking disgrace. That's a fucking joke, Dave. I'll do it for fucking you. half the price and I'll eat some bollocks as well. <laughs> you, you Kangaroo watch. bollocks, not normal bollocks. But <laughs> <laughs> you should watch that This England, you know. I know I need to watch Before it, you watch I'm a Celebrity. Uh, all about the shit leading up to lockdown, and it it's so close to the bone. Um, it, it feels like it's almost too soon. I mean, we're not out of a fucking pandemic yet. <laughs> you know, uh, this winter is going to be tough. Um, so you know, I, I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, bit of an armor celebrity tangent there, but yeah, absolute. See you next Tuesday. That's the one, Dave. So, big thank you, Dave, as always, mate, with the crack of this. Uh, big thanks to everyone, as always. Thank if you want to email us, cdrealitycast at gmail.com. If you want to follow us on social media, at cdrealitycast. And if you want to get over to Facebook, Chris and Dave's Reality TV Cast, guys, come over there and join us and, uh, you know, listen in. Give us some uh, thoughts on the show. And obviously, you can give me some stick as well, because I do like that when I get some stick, Dave. So it's always good fun. Um, get over to patreon.com forward slash CD Reality Cast if you want to uh, support us a little bit more. And today's roll call of honor is Cassie, Megan, Kate, Annabeth, Maggie, Kristen, Zoe, Gillian, Michelle. <sighs> Dave, I've lost my breath there. Michelle, it was Michelle. Keith, Helen. Brianna, Jacqueline, Amy, Joanna, Libby, Katie, Dee Dee, Hannah, Priscilla, Susan, Hennessy, Lauren, Lucky Lou, the Green, and Kent Gustafson. So thank you so much, guys, for all your support, as always. And Dave, we ride off into the weekend because we've got a couple of days break from all this fucking reality stuff. Yay! And then we start again. <laughs> so um, I do thank you for going along, for not doing two podcasts at once, Dave, because that obviously was not going to happen. But there you go. 
Okay. (laughs) (laughs) This is not too bad. I kind of feel like this season of Love is Blind is a bit dull. I I think they're struggling to recreate the magic of that first season. I thought that one was really good. Um, But Series 2 was not good. Reunion, fucking atrocious. Um, I'm hoping this one will be a little bit better. So let's see, let's see. But we'll be back again. um, Well, it'll probably be, yeah, about this time next week, won't it? When we'll do. Love Island, yeah, second week recap. And then uh, we'll do Love is Blind, the the reunion as well. Good stuff, mate. So have a good weekend, and I'll see you next time. Bye now.